0: It's time now for the complete story of public news and information feature of BOT Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich BOT, with today's complete story.
1: Yeah, okay, well, wow, Rich, we are into December. That's the last month of the year, isn't it?
0: And what else happens in December? Well,
1: I'll tell you, probably without a doubt. Well, we could say Easter is really important. i not nope. I'm yeah, just a minute now. Yeah. But what comes before is Christmas. Yes. The baby was born. The baby came to earth. I'll tell you if that doesn't make us happy, I don't know what could possibly. Listen to this. Joy to- That brings me back to my childhood, and we would sing that in church. And, and man, a lot. And
0: we would sing it when we went, we would go Christmas caroling.
1: You see, good music, like good artwork, and everything else, and doesn't wear out with time. It just gets better,
0: doesn't mm. it? Especially when the message is true.
1: Now, people are gonna line up all over the place. They're gonna line up at the checkout counters. They're gonna line up trying to take the kids to see Santa Claus. But I wonder, I don't want to think for a second that our listeners, the Bot Radio Network family, is going to forget what Christmas is all about. But sometimes, if you have a little grandbaby, or you have a young child, and you're a parent, and you're going to take that little boy or that little girl to see Santa Claus, this little little child had a very important question to ask. Cause this little child was way ahead of the adults. Listen to this. Christmas time
2: was approaching Snow was starting to fall Shoppers choosing their presents People filling the mall Children waiting for Santa With excitement my
1: right where's the line to see Jesus
0: that's a good reminder to keep first things first this it's Christmas it, it's his birthday that's right
1: you know I enjoy I enjoy the preparation to Christmas for the complete story and for our family our listener family it's the time of the year when people have a chance to reflect on their own life on their own childhood what Christmas meant to them from the very beginning and I was thinking my wife and I we're thinking this morning about Christmas in our childhood, and how did we celebrate it? What did it, what did it mean? And it brought me back to when, uh, when my two sisters and I would have to go upstairs to our bedroom while my parents uh, decorated the Christmas tree, and then got the presents out of the closet because whatever they were buying, they they hid in the closet, so we wouldn't find them and. And see, when they had the Christmas tree trimmed and, and then had the presents from the closets, wherever they hid them, around the tree, then they asked us to come down the stairs. And my mother was at the piano, and my dad would always would always require that we would stand by the piano and sing Silent Night, Holy Night, or a Christmas hymn, a Christmas carol like that. That was what he loved, and we learned to love it because that's the way we celebrated Christmas. But Rich, have you ever thought what was the very first present ever that brought Christmas into being? Isn't that an interesting thought?
0: Well, I guess that would be the gift of Jesus.
1: Isn't that the truth? Now here's a song.
0: Because that's like John 3,
1: 16. About the very, very first Christmas present. Here it is.
3: Wow, look at all these presents.
4: great
3: Christmas. Yeah! What was the first Christmas present, Daddy? Daddy? I know. It was gold brought by the wise men. No, it was incense and myrrh. Was it a bike Daddy? (laughs) Well, that came a little bit later, honey. But the first Christmas present, the very first Christmas present, was given on a crystal clear starry night a long, long time ago.
4: Where did it
3: come from, Daddy? The first Christmas gift came from above. Wrapped in starlight, tied with love, given with joy. A sweet baby boy, a gift for you and me. Oh, baby
4: daddy?
3: That's right, honey. His name was Jesus Jesus was born When the world needed love Someone to show The first Christmas gift came from above. Wrapped in starlight, tied with love. Gift Christmas gift came from above Wrapped in starlight and tied high- Never. Merry Christmas, honey.
1: You know, Rich, uh, the thing about radio is the theater of the mind. I'm visualizing a father. Maybe he's about 35 years old or something like that, because the children sound very young. They sound very young, but they got a dad. They've got a dad that's teaching them what Christmas is all about.
0: It's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, that's the main thing, is Christmas is the story of God taking on human flesh and coming into our world.
1: That's right. This is early in December now. And maybe everyone listening could make a commitment about Christmas to put Christ back in Christmas. Listen to this. Unto you is
3: born this deus ae. Back into Christmas this year Christmas is the birthday of our King The greatest gift of all he came to bring He's the Prince of Peace, let's show him Christ back into Christmas this year On this day three wise men saw a star They've Bye.
1: That's a nice commitment, isn't
0: it? Yes. uh, Let's put Christ back into Christmas this year and every year.
1: You know, Christmas is a time when so many sermons, so many thoughts, so many discussions, so many proclamations could be given to the people. And the point is, Christ came to earth to live among us. Christ came to earth as a human being. Christ came to earth also as an unborn child. Think about that, folks. The baby was not born. He was a conception of the Virgin Mary. God the Father to the Virgin Mary. That's the way Christ came to earth. And there's meaning in every thought pertaining to that. But you know, people love the voice of Paul Harvey, and they love his wisdom when he was alive. There's a lot about coming to earth and living among us it would be the best way for us to discover what the Christmas present was all about as far as we are concerned. Here's Paul Harvey to tell us about it.
5: Americans, may I direct your attention to a story which was originally published by United Press International, by Lewis Castles. A long time friend of mine and colleague, he and I tried for many years to trace the author of these words, we never could, and it occurs to me that maybe some things, some things are supposed to be written without credit to any particular individual. Let's see what you think after you hear this Christmas story. The Christmas story, the way it's usually told, the God born a man in a manger and all of that, escapes some moderns, mostly, I think, because they seek complex answers to their questions, and this one is so utterly simple. So for the cynics and the skeptics and the unconvinced, I'd like to submit this modern parable. The man I'm talking about was not a Scrooge now. He was a kind, a decent, a mostly good man, generous to his family and upright in his dealings with other men, but he just did not believe in all of that incarnation stuff which the churches proclaim at Christmas time. It just did not make sense and he was too honest to pretend otherwise. He could not swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. He told his wife, I'm truly sorry to distress you, but I'm just not going with you to church this Christmas Eve. He said he'd feel like a hypocrite, that he'd much rather just stay home, but that he would wait up for them. So he stayed and they went to the midnight service. Now, shortly after the family drove away and the car snow began to fall. He went to the window to watch the flurries getting heavier and heavier. Then he went back to his fireside chair, began to read his newspaper. Minutes later, he was startled by a thudding sound, and then another, then yet another. At first he thought somebody must be throwing snowballs against the living room window. But when he went to the front door to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled out there, miserably in the snow. They had been caught in the storm. In a desperate search for shelter, they had tried to fly through his large landscape window. That was what had been making the sound. Well, he couldn't let those poor creatures just lie there and freeze. So he remembered the barn where his children stabled their pony. That would provide a warm shelter. All he would have to do is direct the birds into that shelter. Quickly, he put on a coat and galoshes, and he tramped through the deepening snow to the barn, and he opened the doors wide. And inside the barn, he turned on a light so the birds would know the way in. But the birds did not come in. So he figured that food would entice them. He went back into the house and fetched some breadcrumbs and sprinkled those on the snow making a trail of breadcrumbs to the yellow-lighted, wide-open doorway of the stable. But to his dismay, the birds ignored the breadcrumbs. The birds just continued to flop around helplessly in the snow. He tried catching them. He could not. He tried shooing them into the barn by walking around them, waving his arms. But instead, they scattered in every direction. Every direction except into the warm-lighted barn. And that's when he realized that they were afraid of him. They were afraid of him. To him, he reasoned, I'm a strange, terrifying creature. If only I could think of some way to let them know that they can trust me, that I'm not trying to hurt them, but to help them. But how? Any move he made tended to frighten them and confuse them. They just would not follow. They would not be led or shooed because they feared him. And he thought to himself, if only I could be a bird now, I could be a bird and mingle with them and speak their language and tell them not to be afraid, then I could show them the way to the safe, warm barn. But I would have to be one of them, wouldn't I? So they could see and hear, and understand. At that moment, the church bells began to ring. The sound reached his ears, above the sounds of the wind, and he stood there listening to the bells, Desta Fidelis, listening to the bells pealing the glad tidings of christmas and he sank to his knees in the snow paul harvey i hope for you and those you love this will be a wonderfully merry christmas
1: hmm. yeah and we, uh, we send the same wish, don't we, Rich?
5: Merry
0: Christmas. Yeah. And celebrate the Christ of Christmas.
1: Um, I tell you what, when did we put the radio station in Rapid City, South Dakota? That's, that's a long time now. That's, that's
0: probably 10 years ago now.
1: Was it 10 years? You know, we saw Bob and Rita Fisher uh, from Rapid City, South Dakota, a few, I don't know, a week or so back. Wonderful, wonderful Christian people. They have a big furniture company there. Yes. Rapid City, don't yes, say. Fearless Fishers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, here's a listener. And they're great from, people. From Rapid City, South Dakota. Hi. This is Kathy, and I'm from Rapid City, South Dakota. I listen to Bot Radio on 90.3 FM. And I just want to let you know how incredible this radio station is to me. I didn't think I was going to find such a radio station. I'm just so thankful to the Lord for. What I did find through Bot Radio, I love the lineup, love Dr. David Jeremiah, I love Alan Jackson, I love Money Wise, I love Wall Builders, I mean, so informative, and I just thank you for the work you're doing for the Lord and how you are saving people that feel hopeless, feel alone. This radio station brings some wonderful pastors together to help us realize how important we are and that Jesus is the answer. Uh, yes. Dear Lady, I'd like to meet you sometime. Um, Thank you, Kathy. Your comment your comment, lets us know that people like you are listening. It doesn't do any good for us to transmit if there are not listeners. Uh, here's a gentleman. I'm Paul Killian. Thank you for carrying Robert Morris, Robert Jeffers, great glory. Without the Unshackled Program... We wouldn't have a bedtime story. So, thank you very much for carrying these.
0: <laughs> hey, thank Amen. you for calling. And you're you know calling you, And those are all great Bible teachers. And then he mentions unshackled the as well. The
1: bedtime story from Pacific Garden Mission.
0: True life in Chicago. stories, testimonies of people whose lives have come unshackled because they put their trust in Jesus. But
1: when they realized they were in need, they needed help. They needed food. Yes. They needed. A way way out, a hand up.
0: They were uh, trapped by sin, and then they became
1: released. Is that the example of the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. Uh, Here's a lady. Hi, I'm a listener from Lake of the Ozarks, and I just wanted to call and thank you so much for your programming. I listen on 90.3, and I've been listening for six years now, and it has been my lifeline. The programming, and it's been wonderful. So I want to thank you very much. I have shared with my family and my friends. God bless you very much, and keep up the good work. Uh, Lake of the Ozarks now, Rich, that's, that's a nice place down there, isn't it?
0: Yes, yes, it's a little quieter this time you know, of year.
1: Lake of the Ozarks, mid-state Missouri, uh, center between St. Louis and Kansas City, slightly south of that straight line is the lake, and it has a one, over 1,000-mile 1, shoreline. Isn't that amazing? Over 1,000-mile shoreline right in the middle of America is Lake of the Ozarks, and that lady lives there. Mm-hmm. And we have a good audience there, don't we?
0: A wonderful audience, a wonderful group of people that listen as powerful station, too. Yeah.
1: Here's a gentleman.
5: Yes, I'm a, a night owl, and I enjoy listening to BOT radio during the wee hours of the morning. Thank you for what you do and keep up the good work.
1: Uh, you know Rich, way back years and years ago, we met uh, Matt Williams and his wife Donna. They were a, a young couple. They had just gotten married then is when we met them. Anyway then they had their family and now their great-grandparents and on and on and on. They came to our house with the family and they sang they sang songs for for uh, Shirley and I. Shirley and me. (laughs) Got to get it right. And uh, I think I'll have them end the program. Here it is.
3: We wish you a Merry Christmas. We
1: wish you a Merry
3: Christmas.
4: We wish you a Merry Christmas
1: and a Happy New
4: Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kid. Good tidings of Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry
1: Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah, all right, and our time is up, so we've got to get out of here. This is Dick pot with my son, Rich, with another chapter of The Complete Story. See you later.